listening to the ACB Advocacy Update. All right, welcome everyone to another episode of the Advocacy Update, a podcast of the American Council of the Blind. Thank you for everyone listening over your favorite podcast player, as well as streaming online via ACB Radio. I am your host, Clark Rockfall, Director of Advocacy and Governmental Affairs for ACB. For anyone who would like to learn more information about ACB, as well as our community events and the resources that we're providing to members during the COVID-19 pandemic, please check out www.acb.org. And now that that stuff's out of the way, um, today we're having a conversation with a good friend and all-star athlete and all-around great guy. Uh, and this is going to focus on uh, basically sports, exercise, fitness, what we can all do to stay active and healthy. So this is a, a two-part conversation. First, we're going to be joined by Paralympian Lex Gillette. And then to conclude the podcast, we'll have a conversation with another Paralympian, Kat Bocamp who is the membership and safe sport coordinator for the U.S. Association of Blind Athletes. So first, everyone, uh, please join me in welcoming Lex Gillette. Lex, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Clark. How are you? Doing well. And Lex, I've known you for 10 plus years, and I just want to brag on you uh, really quick here. <laughs> Lex is a four-time Paralympian, a Paralympic medalist, also at least four times, I believe there. Um, a world champion, and is the only blind athlete to have jumped more than 22 feet in the Paralympic long jump. So, Lex, what's going on? Uh, uh, you know what? I think it's what everyone else has going on right now. I think that we're trying to just figure out life and and pivot through this challenging time right now and i know specifically as an athlete has been it's been challenging because we were on the cusp of getting ready for our our competition season this year and yeah, i was got, pretty you've got a bit more free time on your hand the the paralympic games were postponed <laughs> a year from you know this summer to 2021 I do. I do. And I was not expecting that. I was not expecting <laughs> that at all. I was, I was, I mean, what, when everything, when we kind of got hit with the shelter in place, it was, I guess maybe a little less than five months out from, from Tokyo. So that was, that was definitely a, a big change. And it was, it was totally challenging because you put in so much work over, over a little less than four years and you're, you're out there Monday through Friday, Monday through Saturday, and you're thinking about going to Tokyo and being amongst the athletes and, and having that opportunity to compete. And then also having that opportunity to get on the podium for, for yourself, for your country, for your family, all your friends, your sponsors, whoever it is. And when the news broke that they weren't going to have the games this year and they were going to push it back, uh, it, it, it was, it was disappointing for sure. It was disappointing um, because again, you just put in all of that work and your focus is literally on going to the games, 
and competing to the best of your ability. But uh, I mean, with all things, you figure out a way to to get through it. I think that those emotions and feelings that that I have personally, and uh, that a lot of other athletes have, um, and a lot of emotions that we all have had as human beings, it's normal. And uh, you know, totally nothing to be alarmed about. Because people are, you know, you're sad at times, and you get disappointed, and you, you get into these these tough moments. But uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately. There's another opportunity for us to compete next year, next summer. And so I'm just focusing on that. So I totally hear you, Lex, that in the grand scheme of things, whether or not um, sporting events happen, you know, it might seem kind of trivial. But for you, this isn't a trivial matter. You've poured, you know, your life into sports excellence. You know, it's your drive, your goal, your passion. Um we share a little bit with us, like you lost your vision at a young age and you found sport at a young age. Um, so what has that meant to you as a person? It's been great. I lost my sight at, at eight years old and it was due to recurrent retina detachments. So I've had a total of 13 operations to try to fix that issue. The year that I was eight, I was, I was in and out of the hospital every, every month basically for that year. And after the last operation, the doctor said that there was nothing else they could do to help my sight. And from that time forward, <clears throat> excuse me, I, you know, I would go home, go through my normal routine. Each day I would see a little less than what I did the day before until one day I woke up and I couldn't see anything. But fortunately I have an amazing mom and she wanted to expose me to as many just, just opportunities as possible and experiences from I learned how to read Braille, learned how to use a cane. I, my mom kept me in public school. She introduced me to uh, just, just Boy Scouts and just, just everything. And, you know, that, that helped me become what I, what I would say, you know, well-rounded um, human being, which I, I try to be. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, um, you know, eventually I found a gentleman named Brian Whitmer in high school and he was my, teacher of the visually impaired and he had a lot of knowledge in in adaptive recreation adaptive sport he took me to a sports camp sports education camp hosted by uh, United States Association of Blind Athletes and that's where I learned about all of the 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 adaptive sports and opportunities out there and and from that point forward it's been we've been rocking ever since so um I mean, shout out to USABA for everything that they do for the blind and visually impaired community, because had it not been for that camp, I wouldn't be in the position that I am right now. Yeah, uh, shout out to teachers of the visually impaired everywhere uh, for, for helping steer kids in the right direction. And shout out to USABA, who we'll hear from a little bit later on on this same podcast. So. Lex, from from that first camp, fast forward 20 some years, and now you are a resident at an elite training site, um, mm -hmm. along with Olympians, Paralympians, national team members. Um, share with us just real quick what it's like living at an Olympic and Paralympic elite training site and what it's like now with the, the current crisis. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so I, I train in Chula Vista, California at the Chula Vista Elite Athlete Training Center. And my, 
my best description of the campus, it, it puts you in the mind of a, a small college campus. And it's, it's just a huge playground for elite athletes. You have everything from all of your training venues, the weight room, track and field. You have BMXers who train here, archers, the rugby team. So many athletes who are here. You also have the cafeteria where we have great chefs and they provide amazing food and, and the best nutrition for us. We have the the sports psych and our dietitian and just uh, sports medicine. Can't forget about them because they keep us they they keep us safe and and uh, healthy and and ready to go out there and train and compete. Um, but ultimately, it's a really great position to be here as a as a blind athlete because everything is in one centralized location. Everything is is in close proximity, so you can navigate around freely and, and access facilities easily. And I, I really, I enjoy it a lot. Right now, given everything that's going on in society, <clears throat> excuse me, and in the world, we are, you know, we're in a shelter in place and not too much is going on. The, the training venues are shut down and, and we're still able to get our food and check our mail and, and go to sports med if need be. But now we are kind of stuck to um, you know, working out, doing, doing home workouts, basically. So doing high knees in place and doing burpees and crunches and planks and just figuring out ways to make adaptations to continue to stay in some sort of shape, uh, if you will. I mean, now that the games have been pushed to next summer, that's, that's awesome. And so I don't, I don't think that the number one focus is training to win a gold medal i think the number one focus right now is just keeping active keeping moving keeping that butt that blood moving and, and uh and being in a position where when they do open the doors and let us out again we'll you know we won't be totally at ground zero yeah and we'll hear more from uh usaba about ways to train in place and resources that are available um Lex, talk with us a little bit about the, the mental side of the equation, because sure, you have the physical training, the rest, the nutrition, um, but how do you maintain focus? Like your goal went from being you know, three months away to being a year and three months away. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of, I'm, I'm always speaking about vision, and, and I'm a firm believer in, in latching on to the, to the things that are powerful, yet they aren't in existence yet. And so it started off as, you know, three months, four months away, looking at going to Tokyo and, and now is, uh, you know, a year plus, you know, 16 months or whatever it is. And so now I'm looking at it as a revision. And that is, is something that we all, I think, have to go through in life. We have to make changes and we have to make adaptations and alterations to what our original plan may have, may have been. And even though we're not totally you know, crumbling up that, that original plan and, and throwing it away, it's just we're having to pivot and make some changes. So um, that's where I've been trying to, to stay mentally. I know that, you know, again, I can't get on the track right now, but there are still things that I can do in the meantime to ensure that I'm, I'm gonna be in a you know, pretty decent space for when it's time to, uh, you know, actually get back on the track. So 
I'm just trusting in that and, and, and believing in that. That's great. And, you know, you talked about basically controlling what you can control. So you're doing your workouts in place. Um, you're revisioning those goals for the future and the roadmap to get there. Uh, you know, our executive director likes to say, you know, don't just stand there and look at the mountain, but at least take at least one step to try to get a little bit closer to it and just chip away. Uh, so it sounds like you're totally doing that. Lex, what are you doing to fill your free time? I mean, I know you're a public speaker, you're a musician, uh, you got your MBA, so you've obviously done some schooling in your free time. What else is keeping you busy? Oh my gosh. I, I mean, Clark, I feel so unproductive right now because I've been, <laughs> I've let myself fall into the, the YouTube rabbit hole and I've been just on YouTube and, and letting these suggested videos go on and on and on. I've been on Netflix trying to get into All American right now. That's a pretty popular series that's on Netflix. So I'm trying to check that out. Um, checking out movies and you know, working on, just from a speaking standpoint, just working on messages and, and, and altering those so that when everything returns to some sort of normalcy, you know, I, I might be in a position to get out there and, and hit the ground running. Um, and I also have a book that's coming out in a couple weeks, which is pretty exciting, and it's called Fly. And uh, so we're going to do some, you know, have some, some uh, activities and, and marketing going on around there. So uh, yeah, I'm trying to, you know, keep myself, keep myself busy. Oh, and I will say the Michael Jordan docuseries premiered on ESPN recently. Yeah. And so I, I checked that out the first two episodes and it was absolutely phenomenal. So, um, it's, it's, you know, even though I have felt like I've been sitting on my, on my bottom, not really doing too much, I've been trying to at least you know, work, get some exercise with my mind. I, and I like that you're finding uh, motivation and inspiration where you can. Yeah. Um, so Lex, you said you have a book coming out called Fly and that is, will be available on Amazon anywhere else? It'll be Amazon, Barnes and Noble, to my, to my knowledge, anywhere you can get your hands on it. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's basically, it's my first stab at, at, at kind of writing. I want to write a couple other books, but I've had a lot of people in my corner. I mentioned one of them earlier, Brian Whitmer, who's a teacher of the visually impaired and my mom and my orientation and mobility specialist and my guide, Wesley Williams, and my coach, just so many people who have been in my corner. And so it's, it's kind of like a thank you to all of them, a collection of stories from my life. Um, taking people through when I lost my sight and overcoming that and learning how to, um, you know, use a cane and, and eventually finding sport and all of the lessons that were given to me growing up. And so it's a collection of stories that will hopefully give the readers some, some insight into what has helped me become, um, what has helped me, you know, do the things that I do and, and what has helped me become who I am. And hopefully those stories will give some sort of relevant lesson that will help the reader grow out and, and find their own wings and fly. Well, and we certainly appreciate you sharing your story with us, uh, albeit briefly on this podcast today, Lex. Uh, so thank you again. And if folks want to follow up with you 
on social media? What's the best way for them to, to do that? Yep, absolutely. Um, my, my name is Lex Gillette, spelled L-E-X, Gillette, like the razor, G-I-L-L-E-T-T-E. That is my Instagram handle, Twitter handle, Facebook, and you can go to LexGillette.com. And totally, yeah, you know, hit me up on social media and, and send emails or whatnot. I try to be as respons- responsive as possible. And uh, definitely want to let everyone know that, yeah, this is totally a challenging time right now. And I think we all are feeling the effects. But uh, don't give up on 2020. We still have a lot to achieve this year. And we have to we have to band together and stay connected to get through it. So just want to thank you, Clark, for having me on. And and uh, yeah, let's 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 make this happen. Great. Again, thank you so much, Lex and everyone. Stay tuned. Um, Next up is an interview with Kat Bocamp from the U.S. Association of Blind Athletes. Everywhere around the world. Coming to America Every time that flag's unfurled Become to America Alright everyone, welcome back and thank you for staying with us for the second half of this advocacy update focused on um, exercise, sports, fitness, and what we can all do during the COVID-19 pandemic where we're all socially distancing and um, sheltering in place. So we just heard from Paralympian Lex Gillette, and now we're going to speak with a representative from the U.S. Association of Blind Athletes. So now I'm joined by Kat Bocamp, and Kat is the Membership and Safe Sports Coordinator for USABA. Um, So Kat, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Clark? Doing well, thank you. And Kat, you are a Paralympian in your own right. I am. I competed in the 2012 Paralympics in wheelchair fencing. Right on. Um, And you, previously to joining USABA, um, you interned with US Paralympics, as well as some other organizations. What is your role? What, What is entailed with membership in Safe Sport Coordinator? So my role at USABA, or US Association of Blind Athletes, is to ensure that we are doing the most to create a culture and a community um, for those who are blind and visually impaired to stay active, uh, whether it be through competitive sports such as goalball or blind soccer, or whether it's more along the lines of figuring out how to get outside and get involved in a run group or whether it's during this COVID, figuring out how to stay active while staying put. So I really work with our membership to try to engage in all of the opportunities that we have available for them, as well as all of the opportunities that are available within the community as a whole. Sure, and we just heard from uh, Paralympian world record holder, uh, Lex Gillette, and obviously he's at the, the pinnacle of sport and human performance. Um, So that's one aspect of the USABA membership, but then there's a whole lot of other people um, like me and a lot of other ACB members who we're not not Lex Gillette's, but we still (laughs) wanna be active and healthy 
Um, and some folks are finding that really tough right now. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So what, uh, what are some of the things that USABA is doing to help reach out and give people that spark and that motivation right now? Absolutely. So during these hard times of the pandemic that we're going through, USABA has created the Virtual Fitness Challenge. And that is a two-pronged approach, really, to help our membership stay active within the confines of their own home or within the confines of their community. And so the first aspect of that is the Staying Fit While Staying Put series that we have on our USABA Facebook page. And what that is, is each week we have three videos that are posted from various Paralympians or Paralympic hopeful athletes, ranging from judo to triathlon to goalball and beyond. And then our athletes will post videos of them doing individual workouts for our participants to either save and watch later or watch as soon as they're posted so that they can kind of work out alongside a Paralympian within the confines of their own home using what they have available. And then the other aspect of the program is called the United We Move, which is where we have, app, we have participants who have applied and we have shipped them Fitbits. And we are really trying to create a virtual community of wellness for all of our participants by creating Fitbit challenges, uh, creating a social media platform where our participants can encourage one another feed off of one another's energy, um, and really just be able to be united in fitness wherever we are. So USABA is trying to encourage all of our members and all of our participants to really figure out how they can best stay active while staying put and staying safe. That's great. And tell us a little bit more about the um, United We Move. I know we shared some information on the uh, AECB list serves as well as on social media. Uh, we're hoping you guys have a really good turnout and that folks are finding a sense of community through this um, fitness, not necessarily competition, but fitness collaboration. So what are some of the folks who you have involved with this? Like what sort of age range and so forth? Absolutely. So that's one of the greatest parts I would say about this program is we are able to engage with people from all walks of life. We have our youngest participant is 12 years old and our oldest is 72. So we're working with a 50-year age gap um, and we're extremely excited to see what the different age brackets or age demographics can bring to the table because we know each generation has different experiences and different knowledge that they can add to this as well as we're working with a large range of um, personalities. We're working with a large range of um, nationalities, weights. Our participants range from 88 pounds to 370 pounds. So wow. we are working across the gamut really just to increase physical activity. Um, I know I sure as heck am not the next Lex Gillette, and we're not encouraging any of our athletes to push themselves that far, but we're just encouraging everyone to create at least a small increase in their physical activity 
and just make today better than yesterday is really our goal in this. Yeah. But it, I mean, if you are inspired to be the next Lex Gillette, then more power, power to you to go for it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, and one of the things I think is cool about this challenge is that you all are tracking um, not necessarily steps. You know, you hear so much about get X number of steps a day, but that's really hard to do when you might be stuck indoors um, or in an urban environment or even a rural environment and just unsafe roads or spaces to travel. Uh, so you guys are tracking at active minutes, right? Exactly. Yeah. So we are tracking instead of how many steps you're getting a day, we're tracking how many times your heart rate gets above your normal, whatever that may be. And so the active minutes is a great way to measure physical fitness without measuring distance. So if you're doing sit-ups, if you're riding a stationary bike, if you're doing yoga, these are all things that we can track and perform research on moving forward. And somewhat of a trick question, um, because you do have such a just wide swath of the community involved in this challenge. Um, if folks ask what the goal is for active minutes, what's, what answer or what can you tell them? What should they be striving for? The simple answer is we're striving for an increase. You know, if you start out and your first week you have one active minute a day, great. Next week, let's try for two. Uh, or if you start out and you already have, let's say, 70 active minutes a day, great. Next week, let's go for 75. Um, we, we're trying not to put a specific goal for the whole program because this is an individual goal-based program. You know, I can't create a goal for you. I can't create a goal for Lex. I can't create a goal for anyone other than myself. And so that's what we're asking each participant to do is create a goal that they think is reasonable to create an increase. That's great. And I know something that a lot of folks strive with, I mean, everyone wants to be in better shape or most people want to be in better shape or want to be six foot five and uh, full head of hair. I know I do. Right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but folks don't know where to get started. So as folks are looking for more resources, uh, what are some tools or resources out there that you would steer them to? Is there a section on the, either the USABA website or Facebook page for them to find these resources? Yeah, so one of the things that during this pandemic USABA has been doing as a group is on our Facebook, we've been trying to promote all of the accessible resources that we have been able to get our hands on. So whether it's the Staying Fit While Staying Put video series that we have, whether it's the yoga sessions that our partner OrCam does, or whether it be a audio described yoga program by a random yoga studio in South Dakota. You know, we're trying to get as much information out to the general public as we can. So checking our Facebook page. I know ACB also has an events page where a lot of that is housed. So really just exploring all of the resources that the known organizations have to offer. And we certainly appreciate that plug. Thank you. Um, of course. And, and yes, OrCam uh, has been really stepping up here with their yoga sessions and other content um, for the blind and visually impaired community. So we certainly give them a shout out as well. 
more on the staying fit while staying put series in addition to making videos available on the USABA Facebook page there's an opportunity for individuals to upload their own videos and workouts right yeah so we are like I've said we're covering the entire gamut of the blinded visually impaired community so we recognize that most of our athletes are not going to be Paralympic athletes. So what we really want to see is all of our members, you know, across the span of age ranges, abilities, sizes, etc., getting out and creating their own activity or creating active minutes within their own home. So we would really like to see posted on our Facebook page if you guys are getting online and watching a yoga video and doing that in your living room, we would love to see it. Or if in your part of the country you're able to get out and walk your dog, we would also love to see that. Just being able to see all of our members being engaged and active is something we are hoping to see. And Kat, if people want to find out more about programs like Staying Fit While Staying Put or United We Move, uh, where should they go? Absolutely. So our Facebook page has the majority of all of our resources, and that is facebook.com slash United States ABA. Or if they go to our website, which is usaba.org, on our homepage we have listed our Face access to our Facebook page as well as our United We Move startup page. So whether you go to our website or our Facebook, we have both of these readily available for you all. And that's great. And we'll certainly include those links in the, the liner notes for this podcast as well. And one more thing that I think is really cool, the United We Move challenge um, where people are using Fitbits and they're logging their active minutes. Once this challenge ends, um, it doesn't actually end because that data is going towards research. Exactly. So one of the nice things is we have a partnership with Georgia State University who is going to be doing research for those participants who have consented for us to utilize their data from their Fitbits. And we'll be able to measure the effectiveness of our program, the effectiveness of the different materials that we put out to our participants to really be able to gauge what is successful within the blind and visually impaired community and how can we better create a culture of health and wellness. So being able to kind of quantify how our program is helping our participants will then be able to help us create better programs for more participants moving forward. So you're right in that it doesn't end. It's a, it's really a cycle of just creating better programs moving forward using the data that we get from our current participants. So we're really excited to be working with Georgia State and to be able to create better opportunities moving forwards. And we're really excited that USABA and you, Kat Bocamp, were able to participate with with us on this podcast here today. Uh, if folks want to learn more about the U.S. Association of Blind Athletes, um, that's usaba.org or facebook.com slash United States ABA. We'll include those links as well. 
We also want to say thank you to Lex Gillette for sharing his story, as well as the per perspective of an elite Paralympian uh, during the time of COVID-19 with the postponement of the Summer Paralympic Games. So once again, Kat, thank you so much for joining us today. And if Thank folks, you. And if folks have anything that they would like to reach out to the ACB advocacy team about, you can reach us at advocacy at acb.org um, or by calling our national phone line. So thanks again. Everyone stay safe, stay well, and as always, keep advocating. to the ACB Advocacy Update. You can reach us by emailing advocacy at acb.org. The ACB Advocacy Update is a production of the American Council of the Blind in Alexandria, Virginia. To learn more about ACB, visit us online at www.acb.org. like Whitney Houston, obviously, but it's called Count on Me, and I think it's kind of fitting for what's going on in the world right now. I can see it's hurting you. I can feel your pain. It's hard to see the sunshine through the rain. I know sometimes it seems as if it's never gonna end, but we'll get through it. Just don't give in. You can count on me to take it there. A friendship that will never end. When you are weak, I will be strong, helping you to carry on. Count on me, I will be there. Don't be afraid. Please believe me when I say, count on. You can count on me.